you know when I lived in Utah people were actually kind of nice to each other it was very strange it's not at all like New York City where I grew up uh, but the first time I was in the supermarket in Salt Lake I remember buying some sort of juice at the local Whole Foods downtown and some guy was very friendly behind me asking me if I liked that juice what I thought of that juice just trying to strike up a friendly conversation and I was like holy shit oh my god is this guy is he trying to rob me is he trying to come on to me like what the fuck someone's talking to me like <laughs> so it was a big difference between that place and the rest of the world it was like a place that was stuck eternally in 1985 a big bubble dome a time dome separating Salt Lake City from the rest of the world and that's what I found so invigorating about it so exciting because I had come from New York City when the economy was terrible enough that I remember applying for jobs this was in between phases when the internet hadn't quite taken over big business internal structure like there were still paper applications for example at local movie theaters big stacks of them in New York people who were way overqualified trying to compete for jobs at movie theaters or Walmart lawyers people who wanted to feed their families during the tough financial crisis and you know let's face it after 9-11 in New York which I was there for uh, the whole the aura the self-serving attitudes the selfishness the anger had gotten to a point in New York the paranoia of living in New York City after 9-11 had gotten to a point that everybody was just kind of living for the moment living for the moment to make targets of each other to get the most of the what, what they could from the world because they felt that they were owed it because the world has done them so dirty Look what I've been through. Can you believe what I've been through? Well, we've all been through it. We all went through it, and some people used it to their advantage exploitatively. Their, uh, it's like a uh, license to be a dick, license to be selfish. Um, and then, you know, the scary paranoia. I just didn't, I didn't like it. New York was like, I was young, going to college, would go out on dates. You know, people would used me for things like dinner girl already had a boyfriend boyfriend had told her don't go fuck anybody but you can get all the free shit you want as long as you come home and fuck me those are the kind of people that i was wasting my time with trying to be authentic trying to be real pretty vulnerable in a cutthroat place like that but you would think that because so many fucking idiots from bumblefuck kansas move to new york city go to h&m and suddenly get a new wardrobe and think that they're new yorkers that it would be uh easier to find someone with a moral compass or any kind of stark vulnerability realness anything real is vulnerable because it goes against the grain everybody tries to dress up like their fantasies when they move to new york like sex in the city or that the sopranos in new jersey is fucking real well i'll tell you it's it's not it's uh it's a place that had changed so much from the place that i had grown up i mean i grew up in hell's kitchen new york city i grew up with a lot of different cultures all mingling a lot of different uh financial uh, uh 
status folks all intermingling, walking down the street together as one. In what other city do you see that kind of commingling? Not too often. But the city had taken a stark hit from its soul, uh, been replaced by people like Rudy Giuliani selling 42nd Street to Disney. You look at the 42nd Street sign, notice that it says the new 42nd Street. It says the new in very small letters. Because that whole fucking area where the porno theaters were, that yeah, it's seedy and it's dark, but it had that character, that New York character. There was a lot of drug shit over there. I know that they wanted to get rid of the crime, prostitution. But in the process, that whole area lost its soul. It's all McDonald's and Red Lobster and the Olive Garden. And nearby Restaurant Row in Hell's Kitchen, where all the great mom-and-pop New York signature restaurants are, people just... People don't eat there. People will go to fucking Red Lobster (laughs) down the street. It's fucked up. Um, All the pizza places I loved, all the great hot dog places, they're gone. I mean, Gray's Papaya is probably still there, but Giuliani uh, did some fucked up shit where he was like, okay, all those hot dog guys on on the corners, they don't pay rent to the city. So he wanted them to get a special license so he could, you know, kind of price them out. Because he wanted actual people who, with physical addresses who were paying the high, ridiculous prices to the, to the city, to the, to, the, to the landlords. So you'll only see those hot dog vendors in places like Rockefeller Plaza where they have a huge turnover because they can't afford to get these licenses any other way. Like, the way that the New York has turned into, uh, it's given businesses, big businesses, a kind of a, a push pushed the little man out, pushed all the people who grew up there out, all the people with neighborhoods who grew up in there out, and replaced it with people from other places, like I said. That's the gentrification, I guess. Um, And they all think that they're New Yorkers, but the real New Yorkers can't afford to fucking live there, so they go to move to some place like Utah. And mind you, I was looking for an escape. I probably moved there because some some ex-girlfriend had moved there and told me how beautiful and wonderful it was. She'd call me on the phone crying that I wasn't there with her. And I would look at my life and say, what the fuck am I doing here? I was living in, like, New Jersey at the time, drinking every day, miserable. Meanwhile, beautiful girl in, in the mountains wants me there. Why am I here? What am I doing? I'm young, and I might as well do this now. And I win. We broke up within a month. <laughs> but I worked at some bar and probably drank too much and uh, tried to learn the world and learn life. Because let's admit it, when we're in New York City, we're kind of like living in these little like domiciles. Everybody goes into an apartment and lives and grows up indoors, you know? I mean... To some extent, it's a very indoor city. And here I am in Utah, like wide open spaces, nature. And uh, this was after the Olympics. So there was great infrastructure there, some beautiful monuments and landmarks. It was very different. And you can say what you want about the Mormon people. Say what you want. I'm not an incredibly religious person, even though I was raised Catholic. But they're, most of them are actually pretty good people. I mean, that culture is a little bit crazy, like a little bit xenophobic when you're not Mormon, but they had an impact on the society. They had an impact on the culture. 
they tried to protect their kids so in in result the kids are kind of a little bit naive maybe the culture is a little bit naive but that's refreshing that people try to think positive things about one another instead of like here in florida where everybody is like trying to manipulate or humiliate or or con one another everybody's trying to look for some way to like make everybody else the butt of their jokes or that everybody else is simply expendable because everybody thinks that they are fucking god um there's no humble element here so i move here and it's like i i feel like everything that i tried to escape from new york is come is here it was always here it was waiting for me the real world outside of the bubble that was salt lake city utah and the real world has progressed and changed and warped and gotten to this fucked up place that i just i'm just having a hard time dealing with it i'm having a hard time dealing with people trying to humiliate and hurt and harm one another on such like a careless scale everything is so casual nothing matters uh maybe 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 i just think too much maybe i need to go get you know more drinks go get a massage forget about it that's what everybody does because there are no fucking answers nothing i say is going to change the way people act change what people care about make people look at themselves and say hey am i a fucking asshole because everything's working out for them but if it's not working out for you maybe you should take a look and say things should change right now what the fuck am i doing how am i living and what am i living for you know like are we living for the next meal at taco bell are we living for the next episode of keeping up with the kardashians why what's the fucking purpose what's the point and would it matter if we were suddenly not there anymore are we that streamlined that we don't fucking matter that we spent all this time trying to live up to other people's expectations of who we should be molding us putting us in our fucking place in our little spot the, the eager eager folks willing to brand themselves brand their kids brand their life because that's fucking self-worth because that's the only thing that's fucking real i guess i just see it more coming from any place of nature which is ironic since i grew up in cities but the salt lake experience made me realize there's all these different realities out there happening all at once in the world we can't wrap our minds around it with just a picture if you're there and you feel the wind against your skin and you feel alive and you close your eyes and you feel the sun against your skin that means you're alive that's real that's a moment you won't experience that with a picture you won't experience that with yes this is a physical location that's a fact but the essences the nuance the feeling of being alive the different different states of mind it's all out there waiting for us it's the world and we've forgotten that it exists everything is so fucking narrow for us right now as people our whole world is the internet yeah it feels like we're connected to this huge broad space but in reality our lives are our apartment our our town our city 
It's so small. There's so much out there. And that's why, even though I haven't found a fucking girlfriend and whatever, I, I have hope that maybe one day I will. Because the world is such a fucking huge place, there's gotta be somebody out there. Of course, I'm not gonna find it sifting through, like, uh, you know, the, the Rolodex of media worship online or on a dating website. I'm gonna find it in a real world, real life element, in a real situation where I can feel the sun or feel the cold, or see the look in their eyes. I want fucking real shit. Anyway, guys, have a great day. I know this is kind of an interesting uh, uh, deviation from the norm here on Ball Raw, but when I get pissed off, or when I feel passionate, I've got to say fucking something. So tune in next time. This is Gary Otto tuning out. Have a great day. Bye-bye, guys.